Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio, starting off the third half of the show. Don't forget the phone number here, 1-800-289-9228, 1-800-289-9228. Let's go back out to your phone calls. Clark, welcome to the program. Hi, Scott. Hi, ladies. Good morning. So, Scott, early in the program, when you were talking about Mitch McConnell and the establishment Republicans that would be yes, happy sir. to see Donald Trump convicted and jailed, yes, you used the phrase, in it for fun and games. And, Scott, they're not in it for fun and games. They're in it for stock tips and profit. Mm, okay. how, how long does it take? How long does it take for an establishment Republican or Democrat to make their first million? Somebody ought to do a graph where we could look at net worth per year or net worth net, net worth increase per year of our various representatives and senators. And oh gosh, Scott, here's what would be even better. I want net worth of never Trumpers. Versus net worth of pro-Trumpers. That'd be something neat to see. You know, what we've got is we've got people that cannot balance our budget becoming millionaires. They seem to do quite well personally. I don't, I don't disagree. I, wrong. I can't figure out how people who have done nothing but politics for decades making $175,000 a year create vast amounts of wealth. Yes. I don't know. You know, I, I had not, until we started talking, I had not thought about graphing never-Trumpers net worth versus pro-Trumpers. That's something the American people ought to see right there. Well, they don't seem to care about how the net worth of presidents went through the roof and what the only one that actually went down in value was Donald Trump? Yes. Funny how that works, too. Mm-hmm. Leave office and get book and movie deals. Hmm. Yep. Oh, but, but, you know, real quick before you get it on other people, you know that at the Clinton household, when they started selling Hunter Biden's paintings, at the Clinton household, you, you, you know, hon, you, you should have thought of something like that. <laughs> Shut up, you stupid hillbilly. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> You're right about that. She's like, what the heck? Thanks, Clark. Oh, man. <laughs> take, take care. Appreciate you, buddy. Oh, we got an update from um, the executive branch here in the state of Alabama. P. Eisen Ivy. Welcome to the program, P. Eisen. Well, thank you for taking my update, Scott. You know, we, we have been inundated over here at the mansion. Calls are coming in trying to get the embryo legislation all squared away there. You know, uh, I answered the phone when the Trump people called and negotiated the deal that if Cousin could get this took care of, she would give a high priority, be given a high priority to be the vice presidential candidate over Katie <laughs> Britt there. And, you know, we had to call in. We, we got the whiteboard out over here. And we finally had to call in an out-of-town lawyer because apparently, uh, you know, legislative people and judicial people around here just can't figure anything out. And what we figured out was that the Supreme Court of Alabama based this upon not just that one ruling, 
but they based it on the uh, actual constitution of Alabama there, Scott. Mm. And that means that the people of Alabama, just like the lottery, will have to vote to make the embryo not count anymore. And we are calling what we wrote on the on the on the board over here. Are you writing this down, Allison? <laughs> I am now. Vote embryos totally off limits on Tuesday, March the fifth. Y'all have a nice day. On Tuesday, March the fifth. I got veto. Wet a lot, MF. <laughs> <laughs> Was, what? Uh, what a lot. Vote embryos totally off, and then the off limits would be veto. Hello. Hello. I'm going with veto. <laughs> at least we got that much down, so no doubt about it. Here's a couple of stories. These will be the interesting stories. These are the ones you should remember and think about. These are the ones you should tell your friends about. And we're going to have Greg Phillips on here in a few moments, but we got to we got to do these two stories. Okay. Before the break, and then we'll bring Greg on at the break. <laughs> so here it is. Do y'all remember the big controversy last week? The the Vladimir you. Putin's. I dare you. No, throw it away. Right. Where did it come from? The it floor. came from Allison's. Sorry, snack. Oh, Scott! I knew it. <laughs> all right, guys. Oh what my just gosh. happened? Was popcorn went on the floor? And right. Scott ate it. It'll be all right. It was the sweet kind. All right. Anyway. So, Y'all remember last week when Alexei Novani died? Y'all remember? Yeah. Yes. And and what was the story? He was the Russian, uh, the... He was the U.S. guy who was the Russian, um... Sorry, y'all. Greg Phillips is eating popcorn in the background. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost control. No, he was the, the opposition of Putin, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he was, what had happened to him, probably? Well, we he's thought been murdered. Been, yeah, because yeah, that's murdered. what Putin does. Yeah. You know, no big deal. Because that's what Putin and those people do. Yes. They kill their enemies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 around the world. All my liberal friends, that's 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 what happened. And isn't that didn't that when the we got to send more money to Ukraine mm-hmm. rhetoric started oh, yeah, it again? Got, it ramped because up. hey, mm-hmm. he's going to kill either, us all. Either the poison in the opposition, or they've got nuclear weapons in space. So we've, yeah, yeah, we've yeah, got to yeah, fight don't the forget, Russians. Don't forget, we've got to throw this out there as we know that the rest of the world thinks that he was murdered. Mm-hmm. Is over there, he was basically nothing. Yeah, they, they didn't even he's really not, knew even, who he was. not like, even a well-known guy, but we acted like, oh, he is definitely... we got to help him. He is the leader, and, and people yes. are just begging to follow him and take Putin out of office, but Putin's got him in chains. He's imprisoned up in Siberia somewhere. Ukrainian intelligence chief, who... If I was him, I would be worried about my life. Now, a guy named Krilo Budinov um, had this statement. I may disappoint you, but what we know is that he actually died from a blood clot. Mm. The mm. Ukrainian intelligence chief, Mr. Budinov, disappointed Western journalists on Monday when asked about Russian dissident Alexei Navalny's death in prison. And he confirmed the Kremlin's claims that Novani died of a blood clot. Novani was not murdered. <laughs> so, if he wasn't murdered, then why did they tell us all last week that he was probably murdered? I think that the wells were running dry, weren't they? So, let me give you another one. Just just for thoughts. I mean, okay? if you're evil and, and you, you need a narrative, you jump on everything you can if you're a dishonest person. 
All right, let me ask you another one. Is that good, Greg? This is from a pointy-headed <laughs> place. The oh, Hague. Yeah. This is from The Hague. <laughs> all right? You all familiar with The Hague? What is yes. The Hague? Is it a place? It is it's a place. It's a little headquarters for all the european stuff. I just remember it has something to do with adoption. The Hague it's Convention. It's in Amsterdam. Well, hold on. It's you're not on. Oh, there we go. The Hague of the Netherlands. In the, Hague, the Hague is in the Netherlands. Mm-hmm. And is it a building South or is it a place? Yeah, it's a, it's is a it a city. group? It's like, it's like a Washington, D.C. Oh, okay. A meanie one. A meanie one. The Organization for the Prohibition of Chemo- Chemical Weapons, OPCW, has released a report. We're all on. More spies than anywhere in the world. In, in the, the Hague? Hague? In, near the Hague? Really? This is where they took the German, like, right, the, the Nazis, like, and put them on trial. Was it Bru- the Hague? Brussels and the Hague, that mm-hmm. whole corridor there. More spies than anywhere in the world. Like, throw a rock and spies from all over everything. the world? Yeah. That's where you come to Greg spy. Phillips would know that. You can't sling a dead cat without hitting a spy. Cannot. I liked my analogy better. What'd you say? You can't throw a rock and not hit a spy. Oh, sling okay. a dead cat? Really? Yeah, well, you gotta give them more space. Rocks are smaller. I mean, there's not that many spies. I could hit them with a rock. <laughs> You can't hear anything? You may not Oh, you know what? That's because... Uh, You're now? How about now? Can you hear oh, me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Uh-huh. Just like... No. So I here... I don't understand how you heard me eating popcorn. Oh, because everybody we're heard you eating yeah, popcorn. Yeah, you were crunching because these mics are very... But very you know what? That good. popcorn is delicious, and that's why. It's Alabama unfiltered. Just eat your popcorn. We're good. That's fine. Slurp Alabama your coffee. unfiltered popcorn? Yeah. Well, oh, we should probably sell that now. Let's get a It'll brand. make you really mouthy. Let's get a brand. Let me, let me take y'all back in time and anyway, finish this up. Okay, okay. sorry. Because this is what ahead. you got to know. Right. Focus. Focus. Do y'all remember, do you remember back when um, they had, we were having a little issue with uh, ISIL? ISIL slash ISIS. Oh, Levant. Yes. And they had the, you know, I think it was Syria. We don't think we're, we're not real fond of the, of the guy in charge there. And um, we decided that he had gassed his own people. Yes. Do y'all remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah, I do yeah, remember yeah, him. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So we had to go in because he had absolutely gassed his own people and we must bomb folks and we must, he probably should be removed and all of these people, I think Lindsey Graham was one. Oh, who wanted Who wanted him removed, maybe, you know, assassinated, whatever. These people were terrible. Terrible. I think it was 10 years ago. Yeah, I remember. What was his name? Uh, Assad. Okay. Mm. You, but y'all remember all that. Absolutely. Our listeners remember all that. Yeah. Sky remembers all that. The regime had done this to their own people. And, and, and I wish Ed was still listening because Ed was one of the people who said, hey, my folks there, because he knows a lot of missionaries and watches you know, a lot of mm-hmm. Christian stuff. He said, they say Assad's people didn't do this. Mm. So, on the 22nd day of February, 2024, they have a report from the, the Organization of the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons out of The Hague. The fourth report concludes that there are reasonable grounds to believe that units of the Islamic State in Iraq and the Levant, ISIL, were the perpetrators of the chemical weapons attack on the 1st of September, 2015, in Maria, Syria. It took them 10 years? Nine years. Nine years? Mm-hmm. So they were ready to topple a government 
and remove Assad because our people told us they did it. Our press told us they did it. Our intelligence services said they did it. And nine and a half or a little less than nine years later, Mm -hmm. The Hague says, no, it was probably ISIL and ISIS. ISIL slash ISIS. How is that even possible? Especially when people like Ed were calling the show back then saying, my folks say they didn't do it. Right. And then there was the whole question of, why do you do it? Mm. Why would you gas your own folks when there was no strategic reason to do it, they had already they already had the military advantage. There was nothing there to it. All it would do was undermine his own rule. All it would do is cause cause the the world governments to to be enraged against you. He had no advantage. And we asked all those questions, and everybody's just like, "You're just dumb because you, you you know he did it." Here we go. That's not what the conclusion is. Eight and a half years later. Mm. So why do we listen? I mean, that's the problem. We can't make decisions on foreign policy. We can't make decisions on who we vote for because our own government lies not only to us, but to the world about things that matter. They wanted us to go to war over this. What did we end up doing? Nothing? Nothing. I think we ended up doing nothing. Well, we did blow some people up. We, we, We attacked some people and attacked... Syria's military, I believe, in response to that, about two attacks or something. But still, some innocent people lost their lives because we were, can you say retributing? Yeah, retributing Mm -hmm. for something they didn't do. Question is, did we know it at the time? I bet you we did. Hey, Greg Phillips will be up on the other side. You do not want to miss it. He's got some uh, wise insights and some popcorn. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. The ladies of Liberty are here. We have a special guest in the studio who wanted to comment on some goings-on here in the state of Alabama. Greg Phillips is with us from 2000 Mules fame and Open Inc., where you can go visit Open Inc. if you get a chance. What's Greg? Open.inc? Open.inc. I-N-K. Think of it as a curated search engine. So all the things that Google doesn't want you to read, Microsoft doesn't want Mm -hmm. you to read, we put it in. in So all the things that they make it very difficult to find, if you can Mm -hmm. find it all, y'all have them at your fingertips at open.ink. Right. You can go in and search and just enjoy your life and Mm -hmm. have a good time. Enjoy your life. (laughs) Eat popcorn. Or you can um, read some of the collections that we put Mm. together. What's your favorite collection? I had the most fun doing the John G. Trump one. Oh, the one that, that's the movie you made, right? Yeah, or the yeah, yeah, that's on there. Mm. So, so it's um, is that uh, Trump's open di- uncle or uncle dad? His uncle. uncle. Dude was like a a legit like world class physicist, maybe one of the greatest physicists ever to come from America. Mm-hmm. And we learned so much about that guy. I mean, you hear Trump talking about him occasionally, yeah. like he's really really smart. Um, it was way beyond that. I mean, the guy was the guy was like legit. They, they brought him in after Tesla died to look at the death ray and all the different things mm-hmm. that Tesla had done. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of controversy about that, but most of the controversy is dealt with in there. But when he was in World War II, for example, um, he took his knowledge of radiology, 
Um, and at the time, he was the world's authority on medical radiology. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but he took his, um, uh, some of his techniques and some of his capabilities from a radio- radiology perspective and really, um, I think, uh, uh, contributing, cr- contributed to winning World War II by advancing those techs into radar. Oh, wow. Okay. Really, okay. really interesting mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Really fascinating. We've got his war diaries. Two, two war diaries. There's one at MIT. He was the longest oh. tenured professor at MIT. Um, and then we found another war diary over at over in England at Oxford. 130, 134 pages difference. Really? Hmm. So what, which one of them was the copy? Not going to tell you. You have to go okay. reopen it. All right. Well, we'll go look at <laughs> it. Open.in. Look, as we speak, guys. Going as we speak. So last JGT for John G. Trump. Okay, that's very good. Okay, this is that awesome. get us there. Donald's middle name. We've done some. We've done some really, really fun research. I'm joining. So. Yeah, oh. people. Um, people don't realize what all is at open.ink. So go, ch- go check that out. And uh, like Greg said, a place where you can find the things that nobody wants the, you to find. The techno overlords. Don't want you to know exist. We did a bunch of really interesting stuff on J6. Um, we did um, we, the guys that built the gallows. Mm-hmm. That now the uh, House uh, Republicans are took what we did in um, in Open Ink and are turning that into a full blown investigation. We think we now know who the leader of the thing was. Mm-hmm. Uh, a guy that we euphemistically called Mr. Coffee because he left to go get coffee. Oh, the guy that helped build the little yeah. the two by four gallows that just magically was in the right place. When I first saw it, I was like, my BS meter just went, yeah. and then the more they showed it on the news, mm. I was like, yeah, you there's go, no way. We pulled up some video of that of the guys getting out. A couple of them getting out of a cab, some of them getting out of a big a van, walking the the cart with all the wood and everything across over into the onto the mall about six thirty in the morning on January sixth. <laughs> he stays there. Mr. Coffee stays there for a while, and the reason we called him Mr. Coffee was he goes on about a four or five walk block junk, junket up to get coffee for all his buddies back on the mall making. Guess what coffee shop he went to. The one directly adjacent to, guess where? The FBI. Mm. How did he know it was there? <sighs> yeah. That's so, where he goes every so day. So we went in and interviewed the people that, that work in the coffee shop and asked, did they know the guy? Uh-huh. And uh, they're like, uh, yeah. Oh, he really is in there every day. He comes here all the time. Oh, he comes gosh. All the time. Um, I mean, they have good coffee there. Greg. So now the house, actually, it's it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Is it terrible? It's really, it's really, it's really awful. <laughs> so he's going for the location, not oh. the, uh, not the coffee, huh? That it, tells you he is working close by. Um, so, so in the midst of some of our other research, the reason I, I, I came in today, and I appreciate y'all letting me come in, there's a guy named Kim Gr- Ken Griffin who has spent sixty million dollars in the Republican primaries this year. Ken Griffin, Ken. Uh, wealthy mega donor, kind of a Republican type, establishment Republican type. Where's okay. he from? Um, I don't think he's from New York. I really don't know where he's okay. from. Um, but so just kind of give you a flavor of who, who this guy is in 2017, he gave a million dollars to the Obama foundation. So that's who this guy is, a Republican mega donor, right? Hmm. Giving money to the, to the Obama foundation. Hmm. He is most famous this year for giving a bunch of money, millions to Haley, uh, Nikki Haley's super PAC. Sounds right. 
Well, what's what's interesting to us in Alabama is, uh, you know, my friend Barry Moore is running for Congress in the now the first Alabama first congressional district. Okay. Remember the the courts forced uh, both Jerry Carl and um, and uh, Barry Moore into the same district, mm-hmm. um, and that's raised all sorts of interest in well, who is Jerry Carl and why did he, was he able to get that done, et cetera, et cetera. So we started digging around, and guess what else? Ken Griffin gives money to who? The pack that is attacking Barry Moore right now in South Alabama, three hundred thousand dollars against Barry Moore. Why would he do that? Hmm. So this is an Obama donor. Somebody support Nikki Haley now. Somebody, but what else we learned was in the midst of all that was one of the other major uh, contributions um, that's happened. Uh, um, there is a, a young guy, um, let me be sure I get it right, named Brandon Gill. Okay. Brandon's father-in-law is Dinesh D'Souza that did our movie with us. Okay. Ah. Brandon is running for Congress in a, a small district in suburban Dallas. Okay. okay. All right. So hold that. Oh. Because we got to take a break. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <sighs> so y'all just have to wait, ladies. Oh, okay. Well, we will. Fine. We don't want to, but we will. We got to take a break. We will be back. Welcome to the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Not a lot of time left in the day. Greg Phillips is with us. We're discussing that, um, I guess we're not really discussing that congressional race in in Congressional District 1 as much as we're asking questions about the people who are involving themselves. At the start of this program, we brought up that race, and I pointed out that if you look at the, the campaign materials for both of those candidates, they're roughly the same person. So why does Washington, D.C., the establishment, the deep state, whatever you want to call it, why do they care so much to come down and spend and attack Barry Moore, who is the more conservative candidate in this race? There's, there's no doubt about that. He has been the, you know, close the borders, keep, you know, build the wall candidate the, the whole way through the more conservative member of Congress. But for some reason, people are weighing in in this race. And Greg Phillips has pointed out uh, Mr. Griffin is who you were talking about. And right before the break, you were saying that something about the money they're spending, the pack, and what they're doing and what their goal is. So, so you have two things you can do. You have two things you can do in a pack. Um, you can advocate for someone, mm-hmm. or you can attack the other person. Mm. And this do you have ki- to pick? Ken you have to pick, yes. right? Okay. And you have to report that way. Okay. And so Ken Griffin has spent, it's interesting on on his pack, it said, what it says is, total four Republicans, 508,000. This is, this is right now in this cycle, in this pack, mm-hmm. right? So he spent 60 million total, but in this particular pack, he spent 508,000 for Republicans, and 1.2 million against Republicans. Oh my! Barry Moore happens to be one of the people that he is advocating against. So all this nonsense, all the lies you keep reading down there, all the stuff you read, it, he's not necessarily supporting um, Jerry Carl directly, but he's doing it by attacking Barry Moore. Mm. It's absolute BS. Why does he care? Right? Why does a guy who supported Rahm Emanuel, why does a guy who supported Nikki Haley, why does a guy who supports all this stuff, all this nonsense that he does, 
why is he attacking Barry Moore? And why isn't Jerry Carl saying it, disavowing it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, mm-hmm. I got into a dust up when I was rep- when I was uh, running Newt's uh, Newt Gingrich's Super PAC back in 2012. I came out hard and attacked Romney. And by the way, I was right. So mm-hmm. in case you know, <laughs> I was right. But Newt had to come out and say, because the pressure was so intense, because they can't communicate with us directly. Right. He had to come out and say, if Greg's wrong about this, he needs to take that down now. Mm. Of course, we, we never had to take it down right. because Romney was a liar and, and I was right. In this case, why isn't Jerry Carl coming out and disavowing these attacks on Barry Moore? Why isn't he doing it? You know why, right? The guy in, in D.C., you have... Republicans, Democrats, and appropriators. The appropriators are what we all sort of hear around as being the uniparty, right? All they care about are the lobbyists. They care about the lobbying money. And Jerry Carl spends more time in, in Huntsville raising money from the from the uh, the war part, the, mm. the the war dollars, than he does anything else. Who is this guy? Why mm. is he doing this? Seriously, why is he doing this? Well, obviously, he can. He feels like he can assert some control over Jerry Carl that he can't over Barry Moore if right. Barry Moore wins. So, I mean... In part because get, Barry is... A, for full disclosure here, guys, he's a friend. He's somebody I know very, very well. I mean, we fish together. I mean, he's just a good guy. Um, he's, the kind of, he's a guy's guy, a guy you want to hang around. Mm-hmm. Jerry Carl, he doesn't care about any of you. He doesn't care about any of you in South Alabama. No one. Mm-hmm. He cares about Jerry Carl. Why is he so well liked? I mean, there are some people, Jerry Carl, in like a certain don't know little him. area. Because people don't know about this crap. And is it? Yeah. And 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 so let's let's talk about another another donation that that Jerry gets directly from the Porch Creek Indians. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Why yeah. why are they giving him tens of thousands of dollars? Why, yeah. Jerry? Are you pro gambling? What what is it? Yeah. Come out and say it. He's at least got to come out and tell the truth. Stop lying. You know, the only thing he didn't lie about was in that first debate when he got up there and said that we were all racist. You know, we were all we all have racists <laughs> yes. deep inside right. of us. No, Jerry, we don't. You <laughs> might, but we don't. Look, the the guy is a it's a it's a sham. It's a it's it's outrageous. And the fact that he won't disavow Ken Griffin <laughs> and everything that Griffin's done to get Nikki Haley to spend. Uh, to get Trump to spend money to fight against Nikki Haley and all of the nonsense that Ken Griffin has done to hurt America with Rahm, <clears throat> with uh, Rahm Emanuel and all those folks and Obama, the Obama Foundation, the Clinton Foundation. Who is this guy? And why isn't Jerry saying no, no more? Well, didn't he call on Barry Moore to denounce the PAC ad from Club for Growth? I think he asked Barry Moore to come out and say, you know, Club for Growth shouldn't be putting out this PAC ad, uh, which we went through what Club for Growth supports and lobbies for. And we're like, why would you want to denounce that? That's every conservative position out there. I don't understand it. Yet Jerry Carl, apparently, and you can look it up. I mean, it's, it's in these FEC filings, correct? You can look up who is giving money to these PACs. And they're not the people that you want to be associated with. It reminds me of Katie Britt when she ran. Um, I met her a few times and I actually really liked her. But some of the people that were supporting her gave me pause. Like, I don't get it. You know, you're surrounding yourself with the Mitch McConnells and the the 
the squishy people right. and the people that were giving her to her, the Koch brothers and all that made me nervous. And so if that's not who you want to be associated with, come out and say it. I mean, Jerry Carl's welcome to come on the show anytime. Hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. No, and, absolutely. And, you know, dispel anything that you're saying. My guess is he won't. He, he absolutely won't do it. Look, I'll, I'll, if, he, if he won't discuss the facts with Barry, I'll discuss it with him. Let's have, a, let's have a debate. Me and Jerry Carl. I'm just okay. a regular guy, right? Behind he, surely he the could bleachers. Win. Surely he could win that debate, right? Surely he could. <laughs> well, so how long has Jerry Carl been around in Alabama politics? He's been around. He's been around. I mean, like a long time, yeah, right? Yeah, ages. Absolutely. Was he in the state legislature? I think he was a county commissioner. I don't know if he, Did he, he went to the legislature. Has he always been a swamp creature or is he now their newest darling? He is their darling because he is he is beholden to the lobbyists. That's and what Congress does with these lobbyists is they spend money on what they want them to do. Okay. So it's the crony capitalism part. It's the it's, so it's are he and the rug get, like besties? Like we should associate those two together? <laughs> is rug. that Mike Rogers? Yeah. <laughs> the rug. <laughs> it's too much. Did I say too much? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you didn't say too much. The answer to your question. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, gotcha. I've never seen you yeah, like yeah. I was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'll melt mm. under the table. Oh, my gosh. Well, anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I, I get, uh, I'm going to go down and support my friend um, Barry Moore down in South Alabama this weekend. We're going to go to a bunch of different events. Uh, they've invited me to come uh, listen in. Uh, Barry, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's coming down. There's a bunch of different folks coming down. Matt Gates. So that's the other thing that Jerry said. Jerry literally said the words, I don't like Matt Gates or anything that he stands for. Oh. Okay, Alabama's he, Nikki Haley. He, he attacks the Freedom Caucus every chance he gets. This guy, this guy is not conservative Lower Alabama. What? No, no. Wikipedia says straight out, Carl is a self-described conservative. It's it's right there. (laughs) It says self-described on Wikipedia. Please don't read what Wikipedia says about me. (laughs) I mean, but still. No, it's okay. Yeah. This usually is a conservative. It's a right-wing person we hate. This one says self-described. Come on, Jerry. Let's get out and fight, man. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Yes! We gotta take a break. Greg Greg Phillips has been with us. Welcome back in, everybody. I like when you you point, because I know if I, you know. Yeah. If you mess it up. I wouldn't point you wrong. I really Y'all are having doing. a little too much fun. I'm moving in the same I think I'm just going to turn around and look over mm-hmm. here. Sky. Mm-hmm. Sky. Mm-hmm. And then I'm working on the snapback. You got a snap. <laughs> That's the tough part. <laughs> this is like, like bend the bend and snap. snap. <laughs> it's the sky. <laughs> they don't even know what we're talking about, do they? No, we do and not. And point. Every, what is that from? Every Legally female blonde. listening right now gets I've never said bend that. and snap. And bend and snap. You gotta drop something bend, on the floor and you and bend snap. over and then uh, it's how you lure your husband in oh, is by that the bend the... and snap. Yeah, you drop it on the ground like all junior high girls do until you go, girls, do not advertise what you're not going to sell. <laughs> and then you wait until you meet your husband and then you bend and snap. You really? know, and, and then and then you're gonna be married like, forever. Oops. Uh, I dropped the pen. Oh boy, can you help me? <laughs> hey! Me. <laughs> <laughs> Allison's version was a little bit different. <laughs> In East Tennessee, it sounds 
It sounds a little different. He's Tennessee. Yo, he just doesn't want to bend over and just like put an effort in. I ain't getting that. <laughs> and then mine's like, I can't reach. It's too far down. You get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh. 28 feet tall. That's like. Let's okay. go out to Lunchbox Bob who wants to weigh in. Lunchbox, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. It's the end of the third half. Tubey and Scott. And we've hit on some hot, some low points today. We've addressed some serious issues, Scott. You know, back when I was sailing, we could easily look at the horizon, and we've called it on today's show. There is heavy weather ahead. The illegal system used to be a justice system. Now it's just a raid against you. Tax system designed to bankrupt you. You're not getting rich by working a job in America. Education system. Alabama, you're screwed, and it's not getting any better. You'd almost think people are starting to get desperate and concerned. Levity is going to be a little bit of a help today. I want to inspire people and remind them that there is hope, that this battle's just beginning, and it's a lot better to know what's coming than to be blindsided by a white school you didn't prepare for. Now, you can get involved. Turn off the idiot box. Stop watching legacy media. To subscribe, 1819 News. Tune in to Alabama Unfiltered. Keep up with Lunchbox Bob and all the callers, especially all the guests. Local people doing local things. I'm not going to be as desperate and depressed as my neighbor. He's brushing up on Spanish and starting to watch Major League Soccer. No, my friends. <laughs> There is still hope. And that's what I'm going to say as I pour myself another cup of coffee. Strong, black, and slightly bitter. Thank you, Lunchbox. Let's go out to Randall. Randall, welcome to the program. Yes, yes sir. And uh, let's kind of go through this feed. Before, I, the reason I was calling is when you was talking about earlier, how come that we, like, Ed gets tricked? How come he knew the real truth and we didn't? And, we, and it almost like it was... You know what I mean? Told to us in a fact. Well, it's because mm-hmm. if you start with the, if, uh, Dan Bickian, Dan Badickian did a thing called the Medium Monopoly. If you start with that one, I'll give you, I'm going to go one at a time. We won't do no more, but the Medium Monopoly. And then you start with that. And uh, the reason is because of crap like Operation Gunnerside. When we go in there and, and during the war and we do stuff like heavy water and, and, and then we report that they, re- then they already know we're going to do that. So they make, they make, they leave you thinking that's what's going to, that's what needs to happen. And it, then it happens, and we're all, you know, we, it, it, it's when you do the mini alpha, and then you go, you go look at Operation Gunside and put heavy water in there. You understand what I'm saying? And and what I want to tell you about the get about uh, GP, I tell you, Mr. Gray, that don't try to. Invent, I mean, I understand what you, you got your own little thing, but the black vault, man, these boys have really put the work in, and like they, you cannot, they've got so much information you can never get the end of it. And then the, the say that that Donald Trump's uncle. Was more than was not more than just a daggum and uh of and what do you call a teacher? And he got picked to go before the FBI and make you seem like you don't really know all you don't investigate enough because ain't no way no no man get picked like that to go above the FBI and he's just some kind of school teacher. Come on, Greg, we gotta sit down and talk. Though. I need you on this team. I need you, Greg. But you gotta <laughs> got, you gotta be better than that now. Right, he right, he left out. the studio. That's why he's not responding. Thanks, Randall. Yeah. Appreciate you, buddy. Mm. We got a lot of stuff to do tomorrow. So, uh, we did a lot we'll today. We'll try to be back. We did. I'm proud of day. us. Are you? I'm sure so Red glad. Top's not. See y'all.
Scott, this is Year One Kings. <laughs>